Welcome to American Reds, Tribal Rant's unofficial podcast for the FX series, The Americans. I'm Michelle. And I'm Mike. And tonight we're podcasting The Americans Season 5, Episode 6, called Crossbreed. The director of this episode, Mike, was Roxanne Dawson, and the writers were Stephen Schiff and Joe Weisberg. So after seeing the episode, where do you think they got the name Crossbreed? I thought it definitely meant more than what we assumed with just the wheat. You know, I would have called this feelings, and I would sing. I'd break in a song if you'd let me, but I know you'll edit it out, so I'm not even going to go there. But just everybody in your mind, just hum the song feelings. Nothing more than feelings. Well, I think I'm doing you a favor by editing that out, probably. Well, now, see, there's no reason to be hmm. ugly. There's no, there's no reason for that. Well, I think it might have been talking about how they all seem to be having more like an allegiance to more than one thing there's more lo- there's loyalties that are that feel more split in this episode uh philip the center's been worried about him and he's like got one foot in america and one foot in russia still elizabeth with we even saw i saw her crack this episode and we don't see that a lot with elizabeth yeah with gabriel gabriel and the mary Kay thing oh yeah oh my goodness and even her conversation with Paige, she almost admitted to the struggle of not really knowing what's going on back home anymore. Right. We saw Paige reading the Mark books and all the things that she felt about reading that book, but also struggling with the fact that he didn't like religion and how she felt about her religion. Well, you know, I want to talk about that when we get there. And maybe even Gabriel... I, I know Gabriel may even be struggling with some allegiances and loyalties in this. What do you I think? I don't think he's struggling with allegiances and loyalties. I think he's he told the truth. He's just tired of the whole thing. He just I'm going home. I'm taking my football and going home. I'm tired. He told the truth. Um, he's. I did think though when he went to the Lincoln Memorial, I was thinking, wow, you know, is this guy is he thinking about defecting? Yeah. He's an old he's an old Soviet spy though. He's not gonna defect. He's going home. When he went to the Lincoln Memorial, you know, Lincoln is most commonly when we think of Lincoln, you think of slavery, right? I mean that's what kind of comes to mind. Right. And I think Gabriel is feeling and I thought we saw this in this lot, that there is a lot of like I mean that they they're like kind of in indentured. When we think of Lincoln, we think of the end of slavery. We think of the division in our country. We don't really think of Lincoln and think of slavery. We think of the end. Right, but I'm just saying that's what comes to mind is the the situation of slavery and and of course it ending. But I I just thought that was he his fascination with with Lincoln. I'm gonna Google why does Gabriel have a bromance with Lincoln? With Lincoln, mm-hmm. he may have actually known Lincoln. But um, but yeah. This had an air date of April 11th, 2017. I didn't put that in there. You ready to... Well, I did want to say, I know it's cheesy of me, but all the people in this episode, it seemed like they looked sick. Did you notice that? Everybody looked ill. And I couldn't help but like relate it to... Well, not everybody, but our main characters did. And I couldn't help but relate it to the wheat in the greenhouse. Hmm. I know that's kind of like a silly, maybe even overstretch, but it was like some of them can withstand some things, but not everything. 
Mm-hmm. And it just felt like everything was getting dumped on it, and it has for a while. It was a dark episode, I thought. It was a sad, tense episode, but I thought it was a great episode. I loved it. I, I did, too. I really liked it. So you ready to get into it? Yep. Okay. We start out with a scene where Elizabeth is telling Gabriel about Ben and what went on with the wheat. Yep. Gabriel... He was kind of funny about it. She says he just wants to end world hunger. He says, like, Miss America. I know. I know. That was that was hilarious. But Gabriel's kind of worried about Philip still, I think. He's keeps, well, I mean, I know. He keeps bringing it up. He's worried about how Philip's doing. And there's been a lot of talk about how Philip's doing with the center and how the center looks at Philip now yeah yeah they're definitely uh they're definitely he's on the radar for sure they even mentioned that this is a recurring theme they mentioned his file last episode he had some things in his right. file that were un, un um, unflattering and now gabriel's worried about him of course later on we see claudia you know she's she's really uh, sus- suspicious of philip and we've got the divided loyalty here where she's talking about he's Gabriel's telling Elizabeth that she has to go back to Ben. They have to keep the Ben and Deidre thing going because now they want to find out they they want to get a hold of the wheat. And she's she doesn't like that. She does not want to carry on with Ben. Her she is not into it. She's and she almost admitted as much. Hey, I just don't feel like doing that anymore. When she was talking to Gabriel, yeah, and she kind of breaks a little bit and says, "Is there something wrong with me? I don't she know did. why this is bothering me now, where it didn't bother her before." But of course, we know why. It's I mean, we kind of know it's her relationship with Philip and how she feels about all that. Right. And Gabriel, of course, says, "There's nothing wrong with you ever." He's the the fatherly figure. Sometimes the specter of death can be the fatherly figure. I guess he can. But she asked about him. She asked if he's okay. And this is where he says that he's old and tired. But he gives the first time. But he gives her another package to do. We don't really know what it is. But he gives her like another assignment. He slips something to her. And man, they are stretched tight in this. This is crazy. They're using all their wigs. They are and, and, and eyebrows as and we eyebrows say. and caps and and goatees and extra cars and everything. Well, then we go to the intro and we come back and we see the Jenners are cleaning up after dinner. We see Henry with his teenage angst going on. How's how's the harder math? Easy. Yeah, he's just no. It's not a not a problem for him. And it was interesting because then Philip brought up the travel business. And Henry's like, nope, not interested. And Elizabeth brings up, she says, maybe he has bigger plans. And you know what Elizabeth's thinking when she says stuff like that. And Philip says, there's worse things than owning your own business. Because Philip definitely wants this foot in America. I I mean, not, you know, his foot. He he wants the best for his children. I never thought Philip would go back. But then again, I never thought... They'd get Misha to go back. And, of course, you know, later on we see him getting off of a plane. Yeah, I think we're definitely going to see more to that, though, don't you? That can't be the end no, of... No, I'm sure it's not the end. Yeah. Yeah. But they turn the water Secret on. Secret Russian spy move works every time. They're in the Now they're in the cone of silence. <laughs> Is that how it works? Yep. 
And they start talking about Gabriel. Elizabeth tells him about her meeting with him. And then she says, Gabriel wants to know if you're fine. Are you fine? She has this problem even still with intimacy, I think, with Philip. She can't just say, I want to know if you're fine. Are you fine? She has to say, Gabriel wants to know if you're fine. Are you fine? We we see that a few times. Uh, I didn't I didn't write it down, but I did notice it. She seems to kind of use other people's questions as her own as a way to kind of fill out Philip, I think. But he just says, I'll do my job. I always have. Elizabeth's talking about how now Gabriel wants some good to come from this. Right. Meaning getting the wheat. She also tells him that she has to get some files from a psychiatrist after she gets back from Topeka. But this one should be easy. But we always know that when she says something's going to be easy, it's not really likely. To no, be easy. no, it's that. That's usually a clue that there's going to be some kind of wrinkle. And then we see Misha getting off the plane in Russia. He went back. He did go back. I wasn't sure who that was picking him up, and I wasn't sure it was going to be a good thing. And I'm still not sure it's going to be a good thing for him. I don't think there was a meal served on that flight for whatever reason. I don't know. Then we go to Philip. He's flashing back to his father bringing home some boots that have blood on them. Yeah, and of course we don't know anything about this until later on when Philip goes to see Gabriel. And then right. there's a lot of questions answered. And this is that crossbreed kind of divided loyalty thing I talked about where he's telling Elizabeth that his father was bringing home stuff and they had nothing and now, now they, they have, have yeah. right i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you but you're right we had nothing and now we have everything as he lays in his big american bed yep across from the fbi agent next door then we see stan and adderholt ambush the lady in the park the american version of specters of death yeah there's there's no no one will ever be the specter of death like Gabriel no. <laughs> is the specter no, of death. you're right. Yeah, but these two guys are taking a run at it, and they flank this Russian. Of course, at this point, we don't know who she is, how she's connected, and why they want to talk to her. But you can bet she's connected with some Russian organization or company here in the United States that they want an end with. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and she's she tells them it's dangerous for her to talk to them. But, you know, they've never been afraid of a little danger, have they? Not Stan. I don't know about Adderholt. Adderholt's kind of, I don't know. But they tell her she's safe. She hasn't been followed. And she looks really conflicted. But they, they take this as a very positive sign, I guess. Because she didn't, what? Shoot get up, walk away. away, hit them in the head with a brick, whatever the other people seem to have been doing with them. So they give them their secret FBI private phone number and... Walk away. Then we go to Ben, and he's pillow talking with Elizabeth, and he says she I, seems softer today. I feel like there's a whole other you, baby. Well, we know why she's softer. She's different with him because now she doesn't feel like he's trying to kill her, her people. Right? Know? Yeah. So she's she not feels on the, differently toward him. She's not on the verge of slitting his throat. Right. And she goes into, oh, I'm just a fashion designer. I'm just in, or I'm just a fa in fashion. I'm not deep. And she's like, I don't think about anything, but I bet you're thinking about your super wheat. I mean, come on, that was mm -hmm. that was funny. Yeah. 
And then... Uh, he has her stick her tongue out and tells her her chi is blocked. I know. And then he gets up and he starts doing Tai Chi. He does. And just so you guys know, Michelle and I are involved now. How many months are we into? Seven. A, a seven months into a mm-hmm. beginner's Tai Chi class. So... I didn't recognize that move, but I'm not ready to throw rocks at Ben just yet because we're in the beginner's class. Well, and there's different there's different forms of Tai Chi, too, and the one we're doing may be different because I thought the same thing. I thought when he first started it, I thought he was going to do our exact moves, right? Yeah, because he started there just in standing form. Right. Yeah. But he didn't do our exact No, I think he did the wheat field Tai Chi move. Is that the sweet orange blossom? The sweet orange blossom wheat. Tai Chi is where he went, and he um, he uh, you know gets um, gets Elizabeth doing some too. I thought that was neat. Yeah, Elizabeth gets up and she starts doing it, and then it's like Elizabeth thinks everything's stupid that doesn't involve Russian spying, but you can tell after a moment she starts getting into these moves and. Us having done Tai Chi, I will say that you really do kind of get into the moves and kind of lose yourself into it. I don't know if you do it quite as fast as Elizabeth did, but I thought it was pretty cool to see our Tai Chi, two of our favorite things, mixed. So, see, we're kind of crossbred now. Our Americans and our Tai Chi are big things, kind of mixed in one place. Hmm. Well, yeah. It's just neat to see them start doing Tai Chi since we've been recently involved in it. I thought that was pretty neat. Well, then we see Gabriel and Claudia, and they're walking and talking about Misha being back home. And that he's even going to get his old job back. Yeah, well, I wonder how that happened. Yeah, I think somebody must have put in a good word. Yeah, he's, uh, I'd say Misha's got some connections, and he doesn't doesn't even know about them. What do you think? I hope it's true. I hope what we're hearing is true. But like I said, I think we're going to hear more about Misha. But... Gabriel brings up that he has the look on his face that Philip gets when he's troubled. And, of course, this is Claudia's intro into, and is Philip troubled? What's going on with Philip? And and all that. And Gabriel says that he's never lied to them before. Well, he certainly lied to you. What's going to happen when Gabriel leaves? Because they have to have a handler. Is it going to revert back to Claudia, do you think? Uh, I, I, that's that would be my guess, unless you know that this is their chance to introduce somebody new. Well, then we go to a commercial, and Mike, this commercial—I'm sure you didn't take the time to watch any commercials. I didn't have any time to watch commercials. But before. do you know when the first piece of spam was sent? Um, spam. No, I I don't know when. Why was that? This was on a commercial. It was so funny, according to Snapple. In the little lid, you mm-hmm. know how they always mm-hmm. put something in the lid, and it was Google verified on many sites. It was May of eighteen sixty four. Eighteen sixty four. Okay. It came by telegraph, and according to at least one site, it was an advertisement from a dentist, and people were outraged that they had been disturbed hmm. by an advertise for an advertisement. And it was funny because just yesterday I got this text spam trying to fish for my Google Mail account. Someone trying to change it said I'd tried to change my password or something on this text message and I needed to verify here. And I just thought it was so funny that it's such part of life now. And um, the commercial just reminded me of that. But 
So anyway, I thought that was neat. You know, here's cheers to 150 years of spam. Well, I you know I thought spam was associated with um, spams associated with email and text messages, right? Well, and here are telegraph. It's just it it's receiving unsolicited information. Some people will argue that the first spam came out on the ARPANET, which is what they're talking we we are talking about on West Coast Project in It's what Al Gore invented. <laughs> no comment. On Halt and Catch Fire. Right. And so all all that's pretty pretty interesting stuff, but the reason they didn't do it much on a telegraph was because we know about money. It costs to send a telegraph. I mean, it's not like just hitting a send button on your computer now. Nope. Then we go to scenic Washington, the specter of death, walking up to the Lincoln Memorial and looking out over the Washington Monument. Yep. And I was I actually put a note here to ask you, do you think Gabriel's having second thoughts on everything? Because we didn't know what he was actually thinking at this point. I think it's funny that the specter of death and all these Russian spies are congregated in Washington, D.C. That's what I think is funny. Well, do you think he's having second thoughts, though? Yeah, of course he is. That's why he's going home. He's done. Yeah, but second thoughts about what? What do you think he's having second thoughts about? I think he's just getting in touch with the way he really feels about the way things are going with the center, with, with Philip, with Claudia, with Elizabeth, with the mission, with the whole rotten thing with sending Misha back. He didn't want to do that. He still, he still wants to send, um, I'm I'm sure he wanted to see Misha meet Philip in some, some part of him. I'm, I'm certain of that, but it can never occur. See, what he wanted and what had to occur are two totally different things. Well, see, I think Misha is probably going to be the straw that broke the camel's back with Philip. I think that's probably what we're saying. Yeah, Yeah, I think you're you're probably right. Then we go to Oleg and Ruslan, the interrogator, and they are in Dimitri's apartment. I think that guy's name's Dimitri. Man, I and know. And it surprises him when surprise, he walks in. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Yep. They're going through his jewelry, money. Uh, they've already, you know, found the goods. And uh, he comes in and just says, I'll tell you how it works. Well, he says, take what you want. Right. And then he says, I'll tell you. But they don't want to know how it works. Although... He goes into, I supply a whole lot more than just grocery stores. I supply hospitals and orphanages, and there's going to be people who are unhappy. And apparently there are people involved that he's afraid of ratting out. And it's probably people that Oleg and his partner work with, is what I'm thinking. It's probably another government agency that he's afraid will, you know do something bad to him if he tells these these minions so to speak what's really going on well i think that's pretty much what the colonel said to begin with when he was interviewing oleg for for this job he said there's going to be higher ups remember he's talking about the people who eat at your father's table and stuff like that and he said our office is the only one that's not corrupt so i'd be surprised if we didn't see some corruption Uncovered. From up high. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's coming. But Dimitri says he cannot give names. And he lets him take him to jail. Yeah, he goes to jail. 
Then we go to Evganya, and she's walking into her place of employment now. And they're taking pictures of her. Yep. Philip and the two people he's got working with him. Yep. Uh, and the lady's taking pictures, and they when they get together and they're talking about it, I thought it was funny. He was giving them pointers, and I learned something today, you know, when taking pictures of somebody. Don't shoot out of a back window. I thought that was pretty good advice. He said it's not worth it. Yeah, because they get can. Caught. Yeah, they'll watch it. You know, they look at. You know, people pay attention. I guess more to somebody uh, taking illicit pictures of you at the back window than than at a side window. I guess <laughs> I don't know. The eyebrows. You know how I'm about eyebrows. Eyebrows are my are my nemesis. You don't think those were Philip's natural eyebrows? No. Maybe he just needed to trim them that day. Something. We needed something that day. He had on one of those hats that you like. No, he didn't. He had on... It it was not good. What do you call those hats again? I forget. I'm sorry. I can't remember. I think you can. I think you can. They're called penis head hats. And anybody who's watching this, pay attention to those hats. Because that's what it looks like. They're penis head hats. Oh, you'll edit this out. Nope, I won't. Okay, I'm waiting. I can't wait. <laughs> so, why why do you have against those hats? Everybody should know. They should know because when people look at them, that's what they that's what they envision. Why do you hate those hats? Well, much like the vagina head hats that the women wore in the march, that I thought was ridiculous. Correct? Can well, we agree with that? No, we can't because those hats were designed to look like that well i think whoever designed these hats had some kind of hate in their heart i think you have hate in your heart for these hats is what the men who were going to wear them because anyways i'm glad we got that out of your system penis head hats that's what they look like all right so don't shoot pictures out of a back window and don't wear the penis head don't don't wear those hats it's not worth the disguise get caught before you put one of those hats on your head. Did you notice that they went pretty quickly from scene to scene to scene in this uh, episode? There was a lot of scenes. There was a lot of scene shot. There was a lot of short scenes. I liked it, but... Yeah, I felt like we were really getting a lot of information. I feel like we're heading towards something. There was a... This was... It was very full of a lot of different information. Then we go to the scene where the Mary Kay lady comes to the door and that just messes elizabeth up Paige is like oh look makeup like oh i know i know and it's almost like i mean this this woman is like uh oh here try the day radiance remember that was what her and uh elizabeth and young he were out pushing when they were knocking on doors having such a good time and i mean that it's almost like somebody you know sent that lady you know just we know what you did to young he here try some day radiance ah we're never going away we're never gonna let you forget but that was just i mean you could tell that elizabeth was visibly upset yes yes Paige didn't know what was going on no and Paige even questioned her about it later because she's like well you weren't very nice oh i know and don't you love what she said being nice it's just a waste of time I think that's actually true in that situation. Being nice is never a waste of time. I think if you are nice to a pushy salesperson who comes to your door and you 
I, I feel like you're encouraging them. It's practice. You're as nice as you can be before you close the door on their fingers. But you just be as nice as you can. I don't know. I mean, I rarely agree with Elizabeth, so I'm going to kind of embrace this moment. Being nice is never a waste of time. Do not be corrupted by the rules of the world. Okay. Then we see Oleg. He goes back to the park. He's waiting, waiting on them. They don't come. Nobody comes. We go back to Elizabeth and Philip, and they're reporting to Gabriel about the Morozov stakeout and Evgenia's job. And Gabriel's telling them that they should have something on the greenhouse in the week. And then he says, I got to talk to you. That's where he says, I'm headed home. That was sad. Did you feel sadness when he did that? I don't want him to leave the show. I'd like him to stay in the show as well. Uh, but it's not the same without him. I really, I think he's a great character. I do too. Do you realize though, I think I read somewhere he's 79 years old. Is he really? He needs yeah. to go home. It's selfish, I guess. Assuming he wanted to leave the show or whatever, but it kind of, it really made me sad. I was, I was not, I was expecting him to say something else. I, actually, I was expecting him to tell him about Misha. Right. But then he said he's going home. And then Philip immediately goes, but dad, specter of death, I know that I've been hard to deal with, but come yeah, on, man, don't leave. if it's me, if it's yeah. me, yeah, that's what he said. But Gabriel goes on and on about how it's just time. And then he says, but I'll miss you terribly. That's yep. sad. Then we go back to Oling. He's alone in the park. Still waiting in the yep, park. Yep, he's still waiting. For the CIA agent that never comes. We go to a commercial and we come back. And this is where we see the disguised Elizabeth going into the psych psychiatrist office. We call this one Crazy Hair Elizabeth. And she's got a pretty cool key trick. Yeah, what what was that? What was she doing? That's the old Bic lighter on the key to get you any door trick. I don't know. Was she, like, marking? No, she opened the damn door with it. No, no, no. No, she didn't open the door. The door was open. She she singed the key. Oh, maybe it would make some marks. Marks, where you would need it, to, Where yeah. she put it in. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, so see, was... I, thought, I thought that that somehow got the door open. <laughs> you were ready to try it? That's how smart I was, yeah. I've, I've tried that 14 times today. <laughs> I wonder why it didn't work. <laughs> She goes in and she's talking with this psychiatrist. Now, she was all coy and everything, but she really did bring up something that happened. I guess that would be the way to handle that situation, right? She shared a half-truth. She did. But we see her observing the room and the locked file cabinet. The locked file cabinets were the, the key to this scene, I think. But now she says in here, she's talking about it and everything, and she says she just wants to feel like she did before. And we saw her talking at the beginning with Gabriel about not liking how she feels now. Like she's having these feelings that she's having to deal with. I don't know if Phillips Est is transferring by osmosis to her or what. But even talking to him, she says, I just want to feel like I did before. I mean, I don't think she's taking this very seriously as evidence to buy. But I do think that... Even with Elizabeth, things are, you know, coming out. She wants to feel like she did before, like nothing has happened to her. But I think she is feeling things that have happened. Right, right. But I, I don't think you can put much into what she's sitting there telling this guy. She's trying to get into his file cabinet. Sure, sure. But I do think just like it was partial truth in her story about what happened with her and Paige, I think it's partial truth 
that she does feel bad. Yeah, maybe. And maybe she does want, I mean, if he can give her some advice, even if it's on just some level she doesn't even realize, maybe she wants a little hey, advice. I'm the guy who believed the key trick, so you're mm-hmm. probably right. But I think she's feeling bad about the other men and also about the stuff that's going on. But she's just grandly rolling her eyes as she walks out of the office. She's, She thinks all of this stuff is not very helpful. Right. Yeah, she's not really into it. She goes into the travel agency and she's telling Philip about the basic locks on the files. And Philip says, does he ask you about your dreams? Yeah. He thought psychiatrists were supposed to ask about dreams. And then she says, I can't believe he's leaving. Talking about Gabriel. Right. I think he's leaving because of the uh, Misha thing. What do you think? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was. Maybe that was his straw, too. Maybe we find out that it's his straw and Philip's straw later on. I don't know. But we have to remember that this is their family. You know, they don't have anybody. Everybody they get close to, they get close to for a reason. They can't afford to allow any kind of closeness. Right, any kind of relationships or connections to develop. Not real. But Philip questions her here. He's like, do you know something I don't know about this? Right. And she's like, what are you talking about? And she says, he seems tired, but if he were sick, he would tell us. And they kind of have this conversation back and forth. And Philip says he's been thinking about those men in Tobolsk. Right. That they didn't like him or his brother, and he doesn't know why. Didn't do anything to him, did All this stuff's brought up in a little while, remember? Yeah. He says that he thinks they spent time in prison, but they had never done anything to them to make them dislike him, but they're rough kind of hooligan guys. And, of course, we now know what his father did right. and, and why they would dislike him. And that's and, why they were looked at that way. And Elizabeth asked him if the kids that used to beat them up were the child, were these guys' children. And he says, uh, he doesn't know, maybe some of them were, but it shouldn't bother him. It's been so long ago. And he's kind of trying to reconcile all this. And she tells him, if you want to talk to Gabriel, if you want to find out stuff about your past, get it done because Gabriel's going to be out of here. Right. And he's one of the only people who've read your files. And this is going to be your last chance. Then we go to Henry's having uh, leftover stuffed peppers with Stan. And his parents can't believe they thought Henry screwed up again when they got called in. So he's still kind of harping on that. He's still feeling some resentment toward that. (laughs) Yeah, he's still kind of butthurt over that whole thing. Stan wants to know if Henry knows what's going on with Paige and why she hadn't been over as much. And Henry's like, I don't talk to her about stuff like that. And Henry's off the science teacher, and he likes a girl named Chris in his class. So now we find out it's a girl named Chris. But there's nothing to tell, and then he pauses yet. Right. (laughs) Uh, He's trying to have a guy moment there with Stan. Then we see Philip. He's sitting in his car before he goes in to see Gabriel. This is a uh, big deal to Philip. What's going on? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's sitting there reflecting on something. And they, he goes in, and they're sitting at the table, and Gabriel's telling him that it's just time for him to go. And Philip brings up that, that he's not ill or anything like that. And Philip brings up his father and how he was quiet, and his mother didn't talk about him much. 
that they'd only known each other for a month before they got married and he was a logger and that's all he knows and he used to bring stuff home and philip says was he a logger we find out he wasn't a logger we find out why everybody looked at his family kind of sideways he was a guard at a camp and he worked for the kgb correct and Philip's just blown away. And he wants to know why Gabriel didn't tell him that. And Gabriel says he didn't feel like it was his place. And then Philip brings up that, well, that's why you came after me. And I think a lot of that, too, is what we're seeing with, and maybe even more so now, is with his reluctance to have Paige in it. And now, right. you know, he feels like, well, my father did it. Plus all of the... Uh, is this just a familial thing? Do I do what I do? Am I capable of breaking some innocent guy's neck because I'm told to because my father had that kind of bloodlust, maybe? I don't think Philip has bloodlust, but Well, we don't know that his but... father had bloodlust. We just know that he worked at a penal camp. That's really all we know. Well, right. And Gabriel even says some were cruel, some were kind. I didn't know your father. Right. But... I think Philip is wondering, kind of, does this is this why I'm capable of of doing things? But he, but Gabriel tells him, he says, "Your father was nobody. We were all nobodies." Right. Yeah. Just worker bees. And then we go to a commercial, and it's Fargo this time. Are you excited about Fargo? I'm. Uh... I'm 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 ready to watch Fargo. I I enjoy watching Fargo. It comes back on next week, and we don't podcast Fargo here at Tribal Rant, but Mike over at West Coast Project does, and I go over there and help him with that. And there's lots of great podcasts over there. Mike and Jamie do a great Americans podcast right now, and I think they're starting the Better Call Saul podcast this week. So if you guys like Fargo or you just want to know what it's all about, check out the Fargo TV podcast over at West Coast Project, and I'll link to that in our show notes because that's that's another fun time. It looks like it's going to be really good. It does. You and McGregor playing both those parts like that will be really interesting. It's always about some murder, seems like. Well, yeah, otherwise, I mean, what's the show? I don't know. We don't want to watch a Fargo about teddy bears. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, we come back to the Americans, and we see a haggard Elizabeth sitting outside Young He's house. And this is where I started thinking that they look sick. And then as I watched it the second time... It wasn't Young He's house. Yeah, it was. Are you sure? I thought it was um, the psychiatrist's house. That no. was Young He's house. That was Young He that got out of the car there? No. Oh. No. She was so drawn by by everything she's feeling and everything, and the Mary Kay lady coming to the door that she went back to Young He's house oh. to see if they were still there. She wanted They've to kind moved. of see how they were doing. Yeah. Oh, see, I thought that was the psychiatrist's house. No, she was... No, remember, as she was sitting there, she was thinking back to their dinners there, the family dinners that flashed to that and showed them I all didn't, sitting I didn't. I missed that. Yeah, thinking back on the sweet memories. And then the other car pulls in, and it's not Young He. Wow. And she looks really sad about that, it. Well, that makes because Young sense. He's gone now. That makes better sense. Then we go to her walking in on Paige reading the Mark's book. 
Capitol, and they have that conversation. Yeah, that was interesting. And Paige um, said he didn't like religion. Yeah. And Elizabeth says, nope. And that quote about religion, it's really, Mark said that religion is a drug that keeps people in chains. And, and I think that religion can be used as a drug that keeps people in chains. Uh, everybody in the world can quote John 3.16, but nobody or very few people can quote John 3.17. And John 3.17 says that God sent his son into the world so that... Um, not to condemn the world. Not to condemn the world, but to save the world. Right. So, so you know, because they beat that into you as a child. <laughs> but um, a lot of folks don't know that. They'll just you know throw out 3.16. And religion is used by a lot of people for a lot of different things other than to tell you that Jesus did not come to judge you or condemn you. And they, a lot of people miss that. A lot of people miss that. They, they put together their rules and their, their requirements. And you have to do this this way and you have to do that that way. And you have to come to church this many times and you have to attend this many functions. And it's just none of that. It's just absolutely none of that. What do you think? Well, definitely... I see the point on organized religion and how how organized religion tries to well it's organized it's organized by men and maybe men with an agenda and well, they've sometimes turned in, they've turned it into an industry right right but I do disagree that religion is bad I think when men get a hold of something and by men I mean people we can make it bad but I don't think that means religion itself is bad and I think we see a lot of there's people who want to take religion and make it into something that satisfies them and there's people that in my view want to take religion and negate it to satisfy something in them well, as well Yes, there, there's, there are those who want to take religion like Ben takes wheat and spread it around the world so that everybody can, can have Benefit. some because they've, they've been so touched by it and they, they, they feel the connection with their creator. There are others who exploit religion. And I got news for people. Going to church every Sunday your entire life does not make you any better person than anybody else. It doesn't make you a Christian anymore than standing at a garage will make you into an automobile. Whether you're a Christian or a Muslim or whatever it is that you, whatever faith that you, you follow, it's in your heart, not because of a building or an organization or anything like that. And I'll get off my soapbox, but that's, that's my view of um, spirituality and, and faith. Right, right. I and of course you know that we're on the same page of it i just think that we also have the people who want like marks who maybe because of the people who manipulate or whatever other reason right. they just deny it all yeah they color it all with the same pen they put a big x on it that the whole thing's bad because of right this. right but elizabeth seems happy that paige is reading the book and it's not an assigned book she's like oh i read that growing up right and, and, and she also likes it because, of course, Marx is the 
you know, one of the, like felt like, like Elizabeth said, her whole country's founded on his principles. Well, and she actually says this. She says, what he writes about the capitalist class structure being a kind of slavery and how revolution is necessary to achieve a worker state so that no one is exploited. And I thought it was kind of funny. She actually did bring up slavery right after we'd seen Gabriel staring at the Lincoln Memorial. Right. And how they're working to avoid that. Right. But yeah, she says her whole country came out of these ideas. And so Paige is like, well, what's it like there? Is everyone equal? And she says, well, we have our problems. (laughs) But I thought it was interesting that she admitted that they have their problems. Well, yeah. I mean, but she'd have, I mean, that's just the truth. And then she also says, but we're all in it together. Yeah. Kumbaya. And then Elizabeth immediately goes into, um, I'll get you some other books that are on the same topic because when you put this one on your bookshelf, it needs to not look, you know, it needs to not stand out. And Paige is like, what? Mm. (laughs) It's just a book. She goes straight to spy mode with everything. Right. And that's, that's the last thing she says to her after this, after this deep mother-daughter talk. And then she goes, don't stay up too late. <laughs> and walks out. And then we see Philip. He drives into the garage and he sits there stoically. And Elizabeth comes out and she kind of peeks her head around the corner. And she gets into the car and he tells her about the conversation he had with Gabriel. Where Gabriel told him about, about his what his father actually did. He parks, sits, and stares and... When she gets in, he says, I didn't know anything. He didn't know his parents at all. Didn't know it at all. Didn't know any of that stuff. And that's kind of funny, isn't it? Because in this episode, we have Henry. Doesn't know anything at all. Doesn't know. He doesn't know anything. He just knows he's a math genius. They're repeating the cycle in a way. Kind of. And then Peter Gabriel's Lay Your Hands on Me starts to play. Lay Your Hands on Me. Pretty good pretty good song pretty uh deep and kind of dark mm-hmm. yep we see oleg he goes in the prison and those those cells are interesting aren't they i think oleg's struggling too i think he's i think oleg made up his mind in this one although i'm not exactly sure which way yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right looked at his mom and he and he walked out she knew something was going on he looked at his dad of course his dad's oblivious to everything and uh, walks out and goes and burns the tape and burns the little note that he had hidden under the globe, as pointed out by you several times last um, podcast. And so he destroys that entire little little evidence thing that he had. And he's not going to give that any more thought. That was the end of that. But we don't know what his decision, his, his, his thinking is here. Is he, is he done with worrying about the Soviet Union's authoritative uh, systems, or is he done worrying about the FBI and anything they they might or might not have on him, or any any way they might come at him? I mean, what's he? What where is he? Where's he got in his head at? I don't think we really know. I don't think we know either. I think at first, when Oleg went up on the roof. 
I was afraid that was going to be. I thought Oleg might go off the road. You know, I thought that. Yeah, but not Oleg. He's not going to do that. He's got too many chicks after him. He's not going to. He's not going to jump off. He's not. They're not showing us a lot of uh, female action in Russia. When he was in America, there was a lot more. Got a lot of chicks after. Okay, but then we see him standing on up top of that cell looking down and is he thinking i'm not gonna be there or is he thinking look at what our government is doing to this guy could be both look at how oppressive what kind of oppressive system and i'm a part of it i could be looking somebody could be standing up here looking at me sitting down there i could have come that close and i'm just not gonna play this game anymore some somehow some something has shifted in Oleg, and we'll find out, I'm sure, in the upcoming episodes. Yeah, he was, he seemed very resolute, but I just, I'm not sure which, which way. way. Right. Right. Exactly. And then we come to the scene to end all scenes. Um, yeah, when um, they take, uh, you talking about the upcoming scenes? No, the, when they take Paige to see, see Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that was really, yeah. So what, so what are they doing? Are they enticing Gabriel? That's hey, look, what I thought. You know, we understand you're leaving, but you know what? Before you go, we just really wanted you to meet Paige. This is, you know, this is, this is Paige. You know, you wanted to develop her as an agent. So we wanted you to meet her before you take off and just kind of, you know, get and to know And we really want you to stay. Stay, Gabriel. Stay because we need your help with her. Right. They may be using Paige as leverage to keep Gabriel to, to keep Gabriel from uh, leaving. I think that's I think that's interesting. I think that might be what's happening. And remember, you heard it here first, but we were the people who were right about the genetically modified wheat. So. <laughs> but Gabriel doesn't know they're bringing her. You can tell. They walk in with Paige, and he comes walking out of the other he's room. He's not the specter of death. Now he's Grandpa Gabriel. He is. Yep. He wears many hats, but not... <laughs> not the... <laughs> He does have one of those hats. Haven't you seen him? Haven't you seen him? You've seen him wearing that hat. I avoid that. And that is the end of episode six, Mm -hmm. Crossbreeds. Next week, your favorite part of the whole podcast. I don't even watch. It's called The Committee on Human Rights. Hmm. We see Paige asking Gabriel if he's a spy. Oh, you did watch him, huh? Well, okay, I lie. Okay. We see Gabriel telling her... I just don't want to talk about it. ...that they are her parents, but there's something else to them. I couldn't understand the word he used in that. Yeah. Stan is telling Renee that his boss called him in, and she's at it saying, What happened? What happened, Stan? Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like... It looks like they are giving Stan the tape back. That's what it looked like. Now, that could definitely be some kind of little play, but they are handing somebody a package. It looks like he's opening it up, and it's a tape, and it was right after he's ta- Stan's talking about that. So Stan may be getting the original tape bag that he made of Oleg. Or it could be a tape that Oleg made of him. <laughs> That'd be funny. Or it? it just could be like the Rolling Stones' greatest hits. We don't know. Or it could be a P- Peter Gabriel. We don't know. Yeah. We just don't know. It's we the, see Ben getting out of a car with some blonde. 
Man, Ben is two-timing Elizabeth. And well, as an overtalk, Philip is asking, who is she? Elizabeth mm-hmm. saying, I don't know. Now, I think this might be, they might have been playing with our emotion in this. I don't think that, I don't know how they would be watching Ben. I think they flew Ben's sister in. And it might be a trick scene. They're going to introduce Ben's sister to Or Elizabeth. who knows, maybe Elizabeth's going to have on a... Who knows? Well, yes, this is the, the the who knows part of the podcast because it's upcoming scenes and nobody knows. And Gabriel's saying to someone that they asked for the truth and they faced it and that's what courage is. Yep. So we got a lot coming up. A lot. So anything else you want to say about episode six, Crossbreeds, or did we cover it? I think Cross we covered breed. it. I think we covered it. I don't have anything else. Well, we hope you'll connect with us here at Tribal Rant and become part of our American Reds podcast. If people want to contact you about this episode, Mike, how do they do that? At Mike from TN. And I'm at Michelle from TN. Also, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash tribal rant. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn, so you can subscribe to us there. Please like us and rate us if you like what we're doing. Ratings are a really great way to help a podcast that you like. It helps bump us up so other people get to see us. So if you like what we're doing, uh, leave us a rating or a review. It would be great if you did that on iTunes. And, of course, all this information we'll put in the show notes on tribalrant.com where you can email us or leave us a message, and we always love to hear from you. So I guess I'll see you back here next week for episode seven the committee on human rights you'll probably see me for supper but again back here next week for sure okay okay see you then all right bye-bye bye-bye